Welcome, welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 26th of September, 2018, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 to 90 minutes. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the UK. Well, guys, welcome to the show, and this show is all about you, it's all about me, it's all about us creating the lives that we want to create through the power of our understanding of the universal laws, that's laws plural, plural, laws of attraction, and our choice. So that being said, Olivia, well, darling, you did catch my reggae music, man. Um, <laughs> but you love my song, <laughs> man. Mon, reggae music. I can't even say it. You know, like how people try to speak, you know, West Indian or Jamaican. And they just ain't got it. I, I, I try so hard to do that, but mm, I can't even do that. Um, but anyway, darling, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm not too bad, Wins. I'm not too bad. How are you doing? Um, you know, um, top of the world, top of the morning yeah, here. Yeah, you actually um, sound yeah. it today. <laughs> oh, I sound cheaper, do I? I sound you actually, I yes, you do. Been, yeah, no, today's been actually a really good day. You know, Liz... Um, I don't know if I said on air before, but my the the building where I have my office has been sold, and you know, sort of like the uh, the new owners of the building, who of course will be my landlords, as it were. They are attorneys and actually are one of, if not the oldest injury law injury, um, you know, sort of outfit mm-hmm. in Nevada, which is nice. And I got to meet them. Or at least the 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 head cheeses, as it were, because uh, mm-hmm. they had a meet and greet this morning, and it's really funny because uh, I thought, oh, I'm not going to go, blah blah blah, and then um, Dee said what he had to say, and then I said, well, it all depends on how I feel in the morning, because I actually had a uh, had a haircut scheduled for ten o'clock, ten ten thirty, and so the meet and greet was from eight thirty to um, ten thirty. And so, you know, they, they had it set out on the lawn and, you know, have coffee and that. So I woke up bright and early and I was like, okay, got up and all of that, yada, yada, yada. And off I went. So I was really, really glad I went. It was very nice meeting the faces behind the, uh, you know, the the new or my new landlords, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that I thought I really liked is that, the gentleman who's, or the attorney, the man who really purchased the building, behind the purchase of the building, his brother is the actual building manager. And I like that because Libs, they got skin in the game. And as mm. they said, they're, they're not going to be um, absentee landlords. They are tenants mm. too. Mm. And mm. so it, ma- it makes a huge difference. It absolutely mm. makes mm. a totally mm. huge difference rather mm. than having a management company and deliver yeah, things. So yeah. Absolutely. Mm. You know? Then I went and got my haircut and dude was on point. I was like, Yes, thank you, God, <laughs> thank you. <Jesus." laughs> I was like, Yes, you know, it was on point. So yeah, now I'm feeling good today. Today all round so far has been a good day and it will continue to be an excellent day. So that being said, how are you? Um yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's all I can really say. <laughs> I'll get up on top of with you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you feeling better, Lost? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. I feel a lot better. A lot better. Okay. 
good, 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 good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So that being said, um, outside of that, nothing new. Nothing new in in my world outside of feeling on top of it, which I really do like. Um, so I'll get right into it. Um, are you prepared to pay the price? And we've actually done a show on this. Uh, definitely something similar. Are you prepared to pay the price for for what you want? And guys, I said, well, I'll just read the synopsis. I always do this, and I always say the same thing. I'll just read the synopsis. <laughs> Here we go. When people are, are prepared to pay the price for anything, most people really think in monetary terms. Paying the price for what you want in life is really about you your spirituality, and using your spiritual currency. While he didn't coin the phrase, because I did a little research on this, while he didn't coin the phrase, Dr. Joseph Murphy states in one of his many, many books, he's got about 30 books, and in, and he kind of, I think there are only a few you won't actually hear this, but um, in one of his many books, he, he did coin the phrase, there are no free lunches, and it's true. Um, there is a cost for everything that you do. And as I put here, even even breathing, there's a cost for you to breathe. So with that in mind, are you prepared to pay the spiritual cost using your spiritual currency from your invisible bank for what you want in life? So guys, there is always uh, an exchange of some description for anything that you gain in life. Because we are energetic beings and because everything is energy, and I mean everything is energy, in order for you to get what you want, there has to be an exchange of energy. There has to be a movement of energy. As you've heard us say on this show many, many times before, No two things can occupy the same space at the same time. So in order for you to really get something that you want, you need to free up something so something can come in. This is why many people will give the analogy, if you have a closed fist, nothing comes in and nothing can go out. In order for something to come in and something to go out, you have to open your hand. You have to open your hand. And not only that, in opening your hand, you have to know what it is that you are wanting to happen once you open your hand. You see, your intention, your intention and the attention that you give your intention is paramount. The more intention, excuse me, the more attention and attention with detail that you give to your intention truly ups the chances of you actually manifesting what you want. And you see, giving your attention to your intention doesn't necessitate that the thing that you want, you need to know it down to how many nuts and bolts or or staples or, or what have you. You don't need to know it in that degree. When I talk about giving um, attention to your intention, what I'm speaking about truly is the universal law of discipline. How disciplined are you in just staying focused on what it is that you want? 
backing up a little bit, many people, when you say, you know, are you prepared to pay the price? When you use the word price in monetary terms. But as I've said here in the synopsis, your life is so far beyond monetary terms. And yes, money is one of the universal laws of exchange. So I mean, the same thing with opening your hand. Something comes in, something goes out. Money is a true representation of that, although it is not the be-all and end-all of your life, although many people feel it is. And as a result, this is how it manifests in their life. But money isn't the end-all and be-all. Again, as listening to um, Dr. Joseph Murphy's book, um, oh, I'll look for it. Let's see, I'll be able to give you the title. You know, I, I listen to so many books. You know, in listening in listening to, at least I think it was, <laughs> in listening to uh, Dr. Joseph Murphy's book, and I'm going to give you the title right here, guys. Oops. That's not where I was going. Um, it is. The title that I was listening to was Maximize Your Potential Through the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. So, and that's by Dr. Joseph Murphy. And one of the things that I decided to do, based on a book that I had been listening to, there was the author, and the author was quoting all this stuff, and I'm like, but you didn't say this. And so I had said to you, Liv, in it, that um, I need to make sure that I stay vigilant and, and give it up as hmm. to where I have heard this information. So yeah, the book that I'm wait, talking sorry, about... Go on, go on, go on. Go ahead, love. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, sometimes, sometimes it's, because um, I said this to you uh, when when you said it, sometimes it's really hard to, sorry, excuse me, to remember where you've heard it. And sometimes mm-hmm. because you hear it and it's like it hits you in the right place and you're like, yes, I get that, I understand. It becomes part of your psyche and you don't actually, yeah. we don't actually realize that we're actually quoting someone because it's become ingrained. It's part of who we, it becomes part of who we yeah. are. So yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not always done deliberately. It's just, I, I suggest, as you said, being vigilant about when, you know, when we yeah. are doing it. You know, but I, I, yeah. I think the most important thing is that the message gets across, really. You know, yeah, um, and I, I'm, no, pre- I I'm pretty sure even how it is put across um, by the person who originally said it um, in that way, using those specific words, you know, time, you know, times before that, there's someone else who said it, but in a different way. And, mm-hmm. there was time, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's just changing a few words around and it's, it, it, it you know, it, it, it's a different thing. So, um yeah, I don't. I don't think it's something that we do deliberately, or people do deliberately. It's just. It's just how it is. It's just how. It is. Can I also say? Um, when, sorry, were you going to say something about that? No, go ahead, baby. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, because go you ahead. said you you said uh, about um, the exchange uh, about not getting what you want, what not gaining. Okay, but there's also an exchange in when you don't get what you want. Right, because mm. there's still uh, a constant movement of energy. Movement, and, yeah. And when you when you it, when it feels like you don't get what you want, it's a byproduct of the exchange of energy energy between you and your thoughts and your beliefs and your reality. Mm-hmm. So whether you get it or you don't get it, um, it's still an exchange. You still you're still you still kind of paying the piper, either way. Mm-hmm. 
don't, yeah, that's and what that's I thought. True. But, any, but, anything, yeah. but for, for anything that you do, and you're right, Olivia, you're paying the piper, and, and that's mm. for anything that you do in life. Um, because backing up to what I was saying, most people, you know, when you start talking about price, most people, they're like, oh, they think in monetary terms, but your life, as I said before, guys, just to, to reiterate and backtrack, your life is so much more than just monetary terms. And again, backing up into this, most of what we do based on the manifestation of things that we have, it is, is in or it is as a result of money exchanging hands. You know, the cell phone, the desk, the car, whatever. Money has exchanged hands. And so, therefore, when we talk about paying the price, we're talking, people look at it as money. But again, guys, you are so much more than money. Your, your energy. Money is just something, money is a manifestation that you can see as energy. It's energy in a manifested form. Spiritual currency. Your spiritual currency is something that's really important because your spiritual currency truly is the thought, the thoughts that you have, the coins, spiritual coins, the thoughts that you have, and your spiritual currency is dealing with what are you prepared to give up so that the thing that you want, this thing that you want, you can have. Your spiritual currency, and I, I, I think I just brushed over this, is your, your spiritual currency is you being disciplined. That's a spiritual currency. That's spiritual coinage. You being disciplined. Spiritual currency is making a choice. Spiritual currency is using your imagination. Spiritual currency is forgiveness. Your spiritual currency are the universal laws, and I say laws plural. They're the universal laws of attraction. This is, excuse me, the universal laws that are used with intention on your attention so that you can attract into your life that which you say that you want. Mm -hmm. So it's important to understand that you're using spiritual currency all the time. You open your mouth, you just drop the dime on it. Yeah. And is this the currency that you want to use? Spiritual because currency is so important. Go ahead, Beth. Because you, I, I think, yeah, because kind of like, you know, your thoughts are free, but your reality mm-hmm. will show you Come on. the price that you pay for your thoughts. You know, they'll show <laughs> that the smack bang in your face. It will show you the price you're paying for the thoughts that you have. So it's, as, as Wendy says, you know, a and it's actually the law of discipline for me is a hard one. You oh, know, it's, God, it's, it's, I was thinking about that the other day. One. Yeah, because it is. I, I find myself even you know, sitting here talking, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I, I remember I was doing something a couple of weeks ago. I was really concentrating on the thoughts that I was having and then putting them in check. And I just thought here, mm-hmm. when you said this, when I thought, I actually haven't been doing that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just mm-hmm. so easy mm-hmm. to get distracted 
you know, with the, you know, the humdrum of life, the, it, it's just so easy to get distracted. So that's one of my sort of like nemesis. Definitely for me is the discipline. And I, for me, for me, Olivia, on a personal level, um, I, I've really started to lock down on that, like the mm. universal law of discipline, mm. because without it, you, you have, you, you truly have nothing. The universal law of discipline is the precursor to you actually getting what you want. If you, if you, if you watch, if you watch a baby and, or, or a toddler, and they're trying to walk, or they're trying to feed themselves, or, you know, they're trying to draw, or do whatever it is, you'll see that they'll, they'll get up, they'll fall down, they'll get up, they'll fall down, they'll hold on to the coffee table, they'll hang on to your, you know, pull on your clothes so your clothes start falling off of you, you know, they're, <laughs> they're hanging on, but they're disciplined. And each day, they come back, because at the end of the day, they don't start walking, in, well, most kids, they don't start walking in a day. You'll see that you you realize, oh, they're trying to pull themselves up. Okay, mm. all right. Now they've pulled themselves up. They understand that they are now steady on their legs. But it took a couple of goes for them to realize. And it's discipline and the 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 desire to be able to walk that has got them there. This is what has got them there. It's discipline. Get it doing this. It, it, discipline is repetitive, but it's a repetitive motion. And I'm going to read something about discipline. It's a, it's a repetitive motion that will get you to where you need to be because every time you do something and you repeat it and, becomes, and it becomes more familiar to you, you become stronger in the discipline or you become, excuse me, you become stronger in the practice. Discipline changes with you but the actual um fundamental the fundamental core of discipline doesn't change you do it's like i'm saying all the time the universal laws are are immutable but they're malleable they they'll bend around you if you choose to be as disciplined to say you're going to work out every day for an hour then this is what you'll do discipline will work if you say you're going to be disciplined enough to work out once in a while discipline will work with you it's what you choose to do guys this is why it's so important for me that that at least you you do your due diligence and and run this through your head and do your own research etc to realize that universal laws of attraction aren't going to do anything for you the universal laws aren't going to do anything for you but yet still they will support you when you choose to do for you. This is something that I, I, I talk about frequently with, with the women um, that, that I work with. Understand clearly that the universal creator that resides within you is part of your co-creation process. If you don't do, the creator can't do. You see, creation is waiting on you. Creation is waiting on you to exercise your divine right. The purpose, one of the purposes that you're here for, and that's to make choices in the best interest of self, for self. It's about your expansion. It's about your, your spiritual expansion. It's about your universal expansion. It's about you understanding who you are in this magnificent 
place we call the universe. And only you can do that. I can't infuse that into you. But backtracking here or, or, or you know, thinking, backtracking or going back to the universal law of discipline, yes, Liv, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. And what I've literally said, oh, I've I'd been watching, um, you know, I'm always watching my, my, my spiritual, as I call them, my spiritual and inspirational videos on YouTube. And this guy happened to be, I think he was, uh, I think he was Navy. And he was giving a talk and he was saying that the thing that I took away from this is when you are doing something, complete it. When you're doing something, complete it. Be disciplined to complete it. And this is why he tells, he's been telling, you know, when he was definitely in the military, the younger ones coming up, make your bed. Starts your day out. When you get out of bed or wherever you've been sleeping, make it, put it back to right. It starts your day out as finishing something. You've completed a task and it opens the way for you to continue on. This is discipline. And he was literally, for me, talking about discipline. It can be, as you said, Olivia, you know, it, 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 it can be a challenge. It can, it can be a challenge. And again, one of the things that is really important, how much are you prepared to pay for what you want. Are you prepared to pay the spiritual coinage that's required in discipline? So the universal law of discipline, um, by practicing discipline, one expands the um, entity to a greater de- degree. Discipline is the surest means to a greater freedom of independence. It provides focus to achieve the skill level and the depth of knowledge that translates into more options for life. It is also the prequel to commitment because if you are committed, involves discipline. And over a period of time, discipline and commitment provide the bridge for you to get from where you are now to where you want to be. Discipline. People know it as, uh, or a definition is activity, exercise, or a regime that uh, develops or improves a skill, a training. Discipline as a universal law adds much value to your manifestation process. Much like belief, faith, the universal law of silence, gratitude, space, we've, we've spoken about all of those. The law of discipline is one of the universal pillars that supports you in staying focused on your objective. Again, it's about you choosing to pay attention to your intention. This discipline improves usability, efficiency, and productivity of all the other universal laws. 
again, guys, staying focused, staying focused improves usability, efficiency, and productivity, which leads to manifestation of all the other universal laws. It hones and it sharpens each law's individual and collective action. Like all other laws, when not used correctly, the universal law will show you what needs to be done. And this will allow you to course correct so you can keep yourself on track. Without consciously using the universal law of discipline, it makes it much harder to navigate the law of attraction and manifest what it is that you want in your life. Using discipline promotes conscious awareness. And this is what you need, guys. Conscious awareness. And it also promotes self-realization through expansion. It actually helps you to overcome limiting beliefs that are blocks to your manifestation. It also strengthens your faith and your belief in self and the universal creator and your ability to co-create. It frees you to act fearlessly on your intuition. And when you are consciously using the universal law of discipline, the universal law of discipline automatically, and this is what I love about the laws, they're like, they're like puzzle pieces that fit together. When you're using the universal law of discipline, it automatically taps you into the universal law of divine order. And believe me, everything has a divine order. Don't get it twisted. You know what happened first, the chicken or the egg? There's a divine order in that. It supports you in organizing in a structured way that which allows the universal law of economy to get you to what you want, what you're saying you want, in the shortest, fastest possible way. It creates for you incremental flow, as Olivia says, or has said in the past, baby steps. I don't know if she's still on her baby steps, but it creates incremental flow that supports you in going the distance and arriving at your end goal. And your end goal is literally the manifestation of what you want. By practicing discipline, one expands the um, entity. One expands the entity to a greater degree than almost any other action. And what I mean by that, discipline is the surest way or the surest means to greater freedom and independence. It provides focus to achieve the skill level and depth of knowledge that translates into more options for you. Commitment comes or is born of discipline and it involves, it involves over a period, of, excuse me, it, it evolves over a period of time. Discipline and commitment provide you with the bridge to get from here to there, which is your end goal. So guys, let me pull this back up. So guys, for what you want, the price for what you want is not only discipline, which I've just, you know, gone on about at length, but it's also being very sure and very clear of clear of what clear about what you want. 
This is spiritual currency. You cannot be um, hear them, scare them, or you cannot be um, fuzzy. You, you need to know what you want. Do you know, one, one of the things that I, and, and I don't know Liv, this, if this has happened to you, but one of the things that has happened to me over the years, and I'm able to look back and see this with, with, with serious clarity, is that when I know what I want, I'm not really trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. I'm actually thinking about, okay, what, what's next? I'm literally thinking about, okay, what's next? Not how am I going to create a vehicle for the what, what's next? And this is what I talk about, guys, the nuances. I'm not looking for the vehicle for how am I going to create the what, the what next or the next step in this process because I know it's going to happen. So I'm literally looking for the what next. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, it, it makes sense. I, I mean, I do... I do understand that uh, because you 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 said um, you asked you kind of like <laughs> kind of asked me um, whether I'm the same, and I was trying to figure out if I was, um, and I think so, yeah. Because when I think about business, I do tend to think I know what my end goal is, um, mm-hmm. and I will change what I'm change up what I'm doing. But it comes to a point where I say, okay, well, yeah what's next what 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 do i need to do now um so yeah i think i do do that actually i've never thought of it like that before but yeah i think i do and and for me this this is this is how uh for me at any rate this is how i know that my spiritual coinage my spiritual currency has been spent in a way that's going to be beneficial to me and it's all beneficial because it's all going to try to get you to where you need to be but you don't have to take the train ride around the entire planet to get to the house next door so i have i have noticed that when i am not utilizing my spiritual coinage my spiritual currency correctly i tend to find that i'm buying a lot of stuff that i don't need which is something that many people have a junk drawer, many people have a junk room, many people have a junk garage, and then it goes on out to many people have storage units that are filled with things that they've bought that they'll never use. Mm. That's currency not being used. Actually, to be honest with you, uh, and this is no, no, especially for people who do find themselves with rooms filled with stuff, that they have bought, they're still in the boxes they haven't used, they're looking for something. Mm. They're looking for a, a, a spiritual side of self. Mm. They're looking for something and they, they, they're looking outwardly when in reality they need to turn inwardly mm. because inwardly is where the answers lie. Your life, as we say on the show you know, numerous times, your life is an internal job with an external man- manifestation. And, but, uh, and that's but, a fact. But they, might, Go ahead, they might they might be looking for something external that actually can flip the switch for them internally. Yes. That yes. I think that's yes. what they're looking for. I think that's why it can be so intense. You know, people who are hoarders or I think that's why it's so intense because they're looking for that one thing 
that can ignite this spark internally. I don't think it's a conscious thing. I think it's a subconscious mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's what that's about, I believe. And No, I agree with that. And that's for anybody who has an addiction because, believe me, shopping like that is an addiction. I mean, it's like, it's like alcohol. It's like, you know, whatever. It's, it, it, it truly is an addiction. And are, are some uh, addictive behaviors, do they have, um, I'd say, um, worse side effects? Yeah, I'm inclined, to, I'm inclined to think so. But an addiction is an addiction is an addiction. And at the end of the day, it's a it's a road, it's a road to somewhere, and mm. a road to nowhere. You need to know where you're going. With with that, if you don't know where you're going, you can go around the whole planet and still wind up outside your front door and still have the same issue that you needed, which was to get to next door. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I think you're right. I think um, it's important to know what it is you're actually looking for. I think that's uh, particularly that's with, because right. uh, I'm thinking about like hoarding. Um, yeah, I think it's important to actually figure out what you're looking for. That can be the beginning to the end because what you're mm-hmm. actually looking for may actually already be in your collection. It's just, exactly. you don't you don't realize it. The other thing I would exactly. say is like, you know, people have junk drawers and what have you. Personally, I actually don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I'm not talking about hoarding. I'm just talking about, you know, you have a drawer that's got stuff in that you don't know that you need. And why I don't have Mm -hmm. a problem with it is there's so many subjects, particularly for business, (laughs) that I have bought. I didn't know why. I don't buy buy many. I don't buy much stuff um, just because I usually have a purpose for it. But there is things I have bought, and I I just bought them. I saw them. I thought, okay, let me get that. Um, and then, you know, it might be a year, it might be two years down the line. It's like, oh, I've got one of those and I have to go and find Mm -hmm. it, (laughs) you know, and I've got Mm -hmm. it and it's there and Mm -hmm. I can use it. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little bit Mm -hmm. mean about the junk drawer because I, I think that depending on what the purpose was, why like subconscious purpose of the purchase or the, the 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 getting the actual thing, um, there's a reason behind it, uh, and it may not, you know, it's a bit like you know trying to achieve something, and you sort of, you know like the baby steps, and sometimes you know the mm-hmm. step might go from one to ten, and you're on step three, and you don't actually realise that you're actually on the journey, but you you are, mm-hmm. the, you're just mm-hmm. on step three. And so, like you can, exactly. like me, yeah. I can have, I can have something there, and I don't realize I'm on step three. But I, in step seven, that's when I'm going to need that thing that I bought in step three. <laughs> so, it, it, mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. it just all ties together. And there's a difference between, as, no, I, as I, I said before, there's a difference between um, hoarding and um, you know having a drunk junk drawer. Absolutely, having a, having, having a junk junk drawer. Well, recently, one of the things in, in regard to that, one of, one of the things that had happened to me recently, because uh, for those of you new to the show and or not, um, I used to literally customize a product for, for people, and that was part of my business, part of my aromatherapy business. And I decided to stop, and I stopped. I stopped doing that. And recently, 
I went to go and get my hair cut. And I was talking to the young lady. And, you know, there's more, more than some keep remote shots, you know? And she was talking, and next thing you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, helping, or I was talking about helping her to customize a a hair care line, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. which is something really I can do. Mm. And I said to her, do you know, about a month ago, literally, I cleared out underneath my stairs, which was my storage area for products. Bottle, I cleared it out, and that stuff, lives, I let it go, you know, because mm. I, I, I was thinking, oh, I can put some of this on eBay, I can do this, blah, 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 and I'm like, you know something, if I stop to do this, it will never get done, so I returned it to the universe, thank you, with blessing, so about, I don't know, I don't know, maybe about six weeks later, up she pops with this, now, I don't have any of this stuff, so I turn around, and I buy all this stuff, because I First of all, I thought, well, when do you want to customize? So I said, no. What I will do is I will help her to find the best company where she can get her own um, her private label, mm-hmm. and I'll research the companies and find out what how they customize, yada, yada, yada. So I ordered all this product on top of it, all these bottles, so that she could have samples and yada, 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 yada. Well, lo and behold, even while I was doing that, my brain was saying to me, is this something that you want to do? Well, because I have actually promised to do this, I was going to see it through. And once I saw it through, I was going to say to her, this is all the information. It's done. It's a turnkey. You just keep it going from there. It's a turnkey. And so I, according to her, I had a, an appointment with her, and this was maybe, I don't know, four weeks ago or something. I had an appointment at 10.30. And I'm usually very, very good about that, Olivia. I mean, I've got a, I, I, if I have appointments, I put them in my go reminders. I get an email. I get a text, two texts. I get all this buzz right before. So she texts me, you know, am I coming to my appointment? And I'm like, um, no. Uh, blah, 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 whatever. So long story short, I said to her, you know, I've got all your stuff. And I didn't hear from her. And I was like, when? When? That was you asking yourself, are you done? And you were so done with this. You were so done with this. And yet still you put out all this money. I've got a box sitting downstairs, which actually I'm going to put the box up. I'm going to put the box up. It's actually unopened. And it's got jars, it's got bottles, it's got pumps in it. I don't need it. I absolutely don't need it. I absolutely don't need it. And so in regard to the junk drawer scenario, what this did for me was literally, Wendy, is this something that you want to do? Is it truly something that you want to do? And I say in regard to the junk drawer um, scenario, you know, what I'm talking about truthfully here is the spiritual currency that I paid, the spiritual coinage that I paid. I paid spiritual coinage and actually um, monetary coinage for something that I didn't truly want. And so moving forward from there, the lesson that was given to me or the lesson that I chose to take from that 
That is, and hear me clearly, the last time I will do that. That's the last time I'm going to spend my energy, which is currency, doing something like that. Not doing it anymore. But, but Not doing um, it anymore. Weren't, weren't, wasn't it more for you to be in a consultation role rather than mm-hmm. actually producing the product? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Which but is, then you bought, where, you bought all the stuff. Yes, because that's something that I said that I would do. Right, okay. As part of okay. that process, that's something that I said that I would right. do. Right, okay, okay. And um, okay. it's not what I want to do. Mm. I, I'm, I'm good at it, Liv. Mm. I'm good at okay. it. And that, now, now the, other, the flip side of the coin is I've got some really kick-ass products for my hair. <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> Yeah. I, I actually researched, yeah. and I got some really, really, really nice organic products for my hair. Yeah. And so on that, that score, I'm, I'm really happy on that score. Well, actually, I'm happy all round. But it is something that I won't do again. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm done. I, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done in that regard. And I'm happy. Uh-huh. I'm happy. And that being said, uh, going back to something that you had said about knowing what you want, mm. my paraphrase, it's really important to know what you want, guys, so that you can get clarity. So you make a choice, you get clarity. You know, like, um, I, I don't know, I want a house. And then you get clear on the type of house you want. Do you want a two-story? You know, do you want a one-story? Do you want four bedrooms? Do you want ten bedrooms? What do you want? Okay, and once you, once you, and this is all currency, once, you, once you've made your choice, once you've made your choice, you've just opened your purse, you've just opened your wallet, you've just um, started writing out a check for your spiritual currency because you're, you're getting ready to use energy. You're getting ready to use frequency, spiritual frequency, or the universal laws, natural laws, God's laws, prayers, whatever phrase you want to use. You're getting ready to use currency to make the thing or to exchange so the thing that you want can come into being. So once, you get, once, once you've made a choice, you start out by using currency, the universal law of clarity, so that you're clear on what you want. You see, you don't need no fuzzy areas because when things are fuzzy, when things are fuzzy or things are slippery or things aren't, aren't formed well, it makes it difficult for you to lock onto it 100%. So your clarity will give you that 100% that you're looking for. And, you know, this is about people, places, and things. This could be about a relationship. This could be about your health. It could be about, um, you know, a car, a house, a job, anything. I'm literally talking about anything. It could also even be about you being able to breathe properly. Being able to breathe without taking labored breath. Your health. And so you get clear 100%. And you've just paid some currency to do that. You've paid the currency, the coinage of clarity. The energy or the frequency of clarity. And from there, it kicks into discipline, actually getting clear, 
truly also takes a lot of discipline, if the truth be known, to, to use your imagination. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, it, it takes, it, it's not as, it, 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 it's not easy. Mm. It, it's actually <laughs> simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. Because one of the things I was going to say is, you know, because the, the example you use is, I want, I want a house, and I think the conversation that um, someone needs to have with themselves, not not putting out into the universe, but just the cop. Well, I suppose you can't really have a conversation without putting out in the universe. But I'm just going to say it that way. Um, it's because it, it it is why you know you want a house because I want a house because um, you know, and whatever your reason is. Um, and then when the next time you say, I want a house, it's, you, you've kind of like said it in black and white, why you want a house. So therefore, what, what should come back to you is what you want as opposed to a house. Because you can say you want a house, right? And you can really, there's an area you go into and it just doesn't feel right, okay? So you can get a house in that area. Okay, if you say I want a house, you can get a house in that area, but you won't be happy. You, you, it's not. It's not what what you, you won't re- be happy. where you want to be. It's part of the part of the puzzle won't fit right. Isn't going to fit right with you mm-hmm. because it's not where you want to be. So if you actually take mm-hmm. some time to say, okay, why you want that? Why you want a house? Or why you want a house? Um, then what you what what you should be given is you'll be given a home. As opposed there to you just go, a Liz. house. There you go. And that's something on a weekly basis that I talk to women about. You've already had a house or an apartment. You now want a home. And this is what we talk about, guys, Olivia and myself. This is about the nuances. And the nuances are huge. The nuances... Uh, uh, or as, as they say, you know, electricity can either kill you in the chair or can give you light to read by. Water can quench your thirst or it can drown you. It's a nuance. It's still water. It's still electricity. So a home is different to having to living in a house. A home is huge, huge. So what I'll tell you there, guys, is do your own due diligence on that particular nuance. Are you living in a home or are you living in your house? Because you can't do both. Universal law says no two things can occupy the same space at the same time, even in your mind. Even in your mind. Once you're clear on what you want and recognize, as we just said, that takes discipline. Because you can be all over the board in your mind. Once you've honed it down, then what are you prepared to do? What are you prepared to pay to do this? What, or for this manifestation to come through? What are you prepared to do for your attention to be focused on your intention, which is to have your home? What are you prepared to pay? Well, one of the things here, it it can go a couple of ways. One of the things here is perhaps to ask, to literally ask. And when I say ask, ask, to ask God, universal creator, and which which boils down to asking yourself, but God, universal creator, co-creator, whatever term makes you feel comfortable, 
to ask, what is it that I need to do now? What is my next step from here? Because if I've said this once, I know I am going to say it a million times. For as many times as I talk, as much as we are on the air, you need to know your role. You need to know that you are the what and the co-creative process that you are plugged into, that the stream of creation that you are plugged into is the how. So part of the currency that you are going to spend, the spiritual currency, the energetic frequency, is staying attuned and focused on your what. What does your home look like? Because if you are doing this all in your imagination, one of the hurdles that is definitely surmountable, yet one of the hurdles that you may come, um, come up against is that your living situation might not really be conducive to you believing in the thing that you want because it's so far removed. So your what? You, you, could be, you could be living in the bus station or you could be living in the park. And your shelter is the toilets in the park or, or, or the, the, the little shed in the park. This could be your living situation. And yet still, in your ma- imagination, you have a four-bedroom home that, is central, that has central heating and or um, uh, heating, air, air and AC, the whole nine yards. You have a... Uh, let, let me see a a um a farm farm style kitchen huge square kitchen that you know the whole family can gather in and yada 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 and it has the top appliances for you but yet still your living accommodation is you don't have a bathroom you don't have a a a what you call it a, a cooker you don't have heating you don't have anything And so the spiritual currency that you will be paying and you'll be paying much dinero for this is utilizing discipline to anchor your imagination that will hold on to you seeing, feeling, hearing, tasting, and smelling your home. This is the currency that you're going to use. Because that spiritual currency will pay for the belief that you need. So the thing that you say that you want, and I don't care whether it's a home, I don't care what it is, your health, relationship, money, whatever it is, your belief is the thing that will allow it to manifest. You see, discipline leads to commitment, faith. Faith leads to, um, I'm going to say, Belief, belief leads to manifestation. And in there is the universal law of divine order. There's an order to things. An acorn does not become an oak before it's become an acorn. An acorn will, (coughs) excuse me, an acorn will manifest into a majestic oak tree. Yet still within the acorn, is the oak. Don't get it twisted. Within the acorn is 
the oak tree. It can be a, no other way within a, a seed of a pear or an avocado seed. Within the avocado seed is the avocado tree that gives the fruit. Don't get twisted. You see, the things that you want <clears throat> are seeds. Are you prepared to pay the price to nurture the seeds? These are the things that you plant in your imagination. And for most of us, we do have a vivid imagination. We do have the ability to use our imagination. But one thing, and I'll speak from personal experience, one thing I do know is that to sustain it, <coughs> excuse me, to sustain it sometimes, I don't have the discipline or I don't choose to practice, which is another universal law. I don't choose to practice or engage or invoke the universal law of discipline. I don't, I don't choose to do that. So, guys, it's vitally important that you understand your role in this whole thing. What are you truly prepared to pay? And believe it or not, believe it or not, actually what you pay may mean that you need to carve out the time. Time is also a currency. Guys, look, everything that you do is a currency. Everything that you do has a spiritual frequency. That being said, in order for you to be disciplined, discipline might literally mean I am choosing every day for 30 seconds to feel myself in my new home. That's what I'm going to spend. Because um, I, I had I had actually just, like just written that um, you know we tend to feel that we have to do an intensive session um, continuously um, to get what we want, and we actually don't. We don't. For me, we, I don't think we even need to do it every day. You know, we can set a reminder on our phone or our, com- or our computer, and we do it once a week, or we do it once a month. And invariably, I think why that sometimes works better is because when we're doing it intensively so like we're doing it on a daily basis we can actually chop and change chop and change there are little things we add little things we might take away um and i think when we do it on a, 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 a maybe a weekly or a monthly basis we're actually focused on the same thing we tend not to chop and change exactly. it exactly exactly no and i and i and i agree with that you see um, uh, people, people may say to you, you know, you should do this daily. What mm. I say to you is create a plan that works, to, works mm. for mm. you yeah, and be disciplined in that plan. As yeah. Olivia yeah. said, if you, if you choose to do this once a month, then once a month you do this. If you choose to do this once a day, then once a day you do this, come rain or shine. The discipline should be the same thing as whatever you do in the morning. You know, you get up, you brush it, or you get up, you take a pee, you brush your teeth, blah, 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 blah. The things that you do by rote, it should become a part of that. But whatever you choose to do, follow through. Be disciplined on it. Be disciplined Mm -hmm. on it, I I say, with it. I think also to be realistic about the time frame 
you know, whether you're going to do daily, mm-hmm. weekly, monthly, be realistic. Because um, I find, well, with myself, you know, sometimes I do an intensive thing and then I slack off. Um, and it's like, you know, I, I'm I'm admonishing myself for not doing it. Uh-huh. Whereas if I maybe spaced it out a bit and realized that, um, it, it, I think for me personally, yeah. it, it would be easier because... You know, I'm not, I'm not, it's not a thing where I, oh, I have to do this now. I have to do this now. Um, it's like, no, you've got time. You know, you've got, you can do it. You can do it. Exactly. You, you've done it this month. You do it next month. You've done it this week. You do it exactly. next week. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, and again, uh, for me, for me, Liv, uh, and this is just for me, it's really important that you have, um, your, your intention is set. Mm. Your intention is set, and that's really important. So it doesn't become here and scare them for me. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. you say, okay, I'm going to do this once a week, once a month. What works? What works for you? And if something comes up and you don't do it that, that week, that month, that day, that's okay. Don't create a rabbit hole in which mm-hmm. you start burying yourself like, oh, my God, you know, I'm never going to get this because I didn't do this yesterday. What do you think? The energy is going to stop just because you didn't do that? That's not how the universal laws work. But that's how you work. And if this is your belief, go ahead, love. I say once you started doing it, the energy is already in motion. That's right. That's right. So so it's it's in motion. And it will keep in motion. It will definitely keep in motion. Thank you so much, darling. I appreciate that. Thank you. Ah, I needed some water. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring any water up. Um, yeah, it will keep it. It will keep it in motion. I love technology because I just text him, and I thought he's not going <laughs> to hear the text. So I, so I phoned him, and so I said to him, "I know if you listen to the recording of this, this I don't know if you heard me. I said, water, please." I said, no, I, I, said, didn't hear. I, said, I didn't hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said yeah. Cause I thought, oh, he must probably won't hear the text, but if I phone him, he'll phone. He'll, he'll hear the phone. But anyway, room, sir, room service is great, isn't it, Wins? <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, it so is. You know, you just like, hey, water. <laughs> and it appears the hand. Manifestation, isn't it, Wendy? Manifestation, yeah. In it, in it, in it, in it, in its greatest glory. It's like, (laughs) you know, the hand just came through the door. (laughs) 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 But but that that being said, guys, um, there is a divine order to everything, and creating order and organization actually helps you or it has the potential to help you to stay in the flow. That being said, if you set your intention for what you want and you've set your intention and you focus your intention in a way and it's set like this, whenever I think about this, I'm going to do, you know, a, a two-minute thought process on my, on my home and me living in my home or my health. And me having the optimal health that I see, I feel, you know, I hear, I taste, I smell. If you say, when you set the intention, that when I think about it, I'll do it, then this is your organization. You see, it's all about you. You don't, you don't have to fit in anybody's box. 
The only sandbox you need to play in, truthfully, is your own. And know your parameters. And you set the parameters of how you want to play. And this is... uh, One of the things that's important for me to tell you, and hopefully that you understand what I am telling you, I think I said that right, is that whatever you hear me say and Olivia say, we're not telling you you have to do this at all. I'm not setting down a program where I say to you for, for 14 days you have to write out this affirmation and then after that you have to do this or you have to do it. I'm not doing that. As I tell the ladies um, you know, at Shade Tree, if you get a handout from me, if you get um, you know, a printout from me with any direction, you must know that I have come to the conclusion the only way in which I can get my point across is by doing that. Other than that, you have your own mind. Use it. Use it. What I do want people to understand is this, that as, um, it, as, as it has been said, it started out by there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. There, there are no free lunches. Whatever you do, there is an exchange. Even when you breathe, the exchange starts with the um, motor nerve choosing to um, affect the diaphragm, which will expand or contract the lungs. And then making sure that your airways are clear enough to inhale and exhale. You know, there's, there's, there's something that's gone on. Energy has been used. Your mind, your imagination has been used. There are so many intricacies that are involved in, that are involved in manifesting what you want that And hear me clearly, that for us, where we are here, it is beyond our imagination. Because in truth and honesty, we don't need to know that part of what goes on. What we need to focus on is what we want. Hmm. And most people find that so difficult. Most people find that difficult because we've been taught that we need to have a plan and you need to know Hmm. and... Yada, 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 yada. What were you saying, love? I, I think because um, a, lot of pe- a lot of people, including myself, can find it really difficult because it's just, as like you said, it's really, it can be, it's put across as though it is so convoluted. You know, that, and, and I think that um, one of the easiest ways to do it is mm-hmm. to condense everything. So to condense it into a couple of words, you know, four or five words, a sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, so affirmation is like short and sweet, you know. Your visa, your so your visa, visualization is complete and quick. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. not sitting there, you know, for you know up twenty, fifty, you know, half an hour, an hour, just sort of like visualizing or or, or chanting or whatever, whatever it is. But I think the the most important thing is to make sure that every single word that you use 
has an innate and direct meaning relating to whatever it is that you want to achieve. It doesn't have to be long-winded at all, not at all. But what it is, is that every word needs to have meaning and directly related to what it is that you want to achieve. And that's right. That's right, Liz. Spend your word currency, literally, wisely, because your life, your life is a direct reflection, a direct creation of the sum total of the words that you have used in your life. Mm. And that's a powerful stuff. Yeah. That's because a powerful stuff. So can I just, go, um, from what I was just saying a minute ago, um, you know, so like, if we're talking about like, um, we're talking about a house, you know, now, no. if in the initially to to, to manifest a house, um, oh, to ma- sorry, to manifest a home, um, you got it. Initially, mm-hmm. initially, um, what you would do is okay. Well, you'd figure out what a home means to you, what it feels like, and as Wendy said, you know what it tastes like, what what it sounds like, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. if you if you whatever, all those feelings you put into the word house okay there you go Liz so so therefore when you do your your weekly your daily monthly weekly whatever it is what you know your your visualization sorry your your affirmation when you all you would have to do is actually sit there relax and just say house and everything that the word house encompasses absolutely everything everything that you want to manifest and that's and that's a and you simple see, it, can, it can be really simple it doesn't have to be convoluted and that that actually is for me an easier and cleaner way and i say cleaner uh, it, it, it's a lot less as olivia says convoluted I'll, I'll go with that it's a lot less convoluted doing it that way and it's just one word mm-hmm. and that one mm-hmm. word becomes atomic in its power yes absolutely to create absolutely. what you want it, it because it is all encompassing it's all encompassing because you know one of the things because one one of the shows here free uh in, in the not too distant future really lives is what is what i want to do on that in regard to affirmation okay and recognizing, no, 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 it's not just affirmations. It's really about belief, if the truth mm-hmm. be known. And that people will say affirmations and they won't believe them. They'll say them over and over again. And, you know, like 10 years later, they're still due, really dutifully saying these affirmations. But the name of the game is why the affirmation isn't working, why the words aren't working, is because there's no belief behind it. There's no faith mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. And in reading... Um, recently in reading, one of the things that, that I have come across is that, you know, it's like, well, say the word wealth. And when you think about wealth or you think about abundance, when you think about um, health, when you think about joy, when you think about happiness, when you think about love, when you say the word, something conjures up for you. And so when you say the word wealth or wealthy, 
there's something that comes up for you. And I'm looking for the positive. You can go the negative route if you want, but I'm looking for the positive. And when you say this word, attach yourself to that. And that opens a stream of energy that makes it easier for you to affirm that you want to be, you know, I don't know, billionaire or whatever it is that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Because you're already in the stream of wealth. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you cannot perceive wealth, if you cannot perceive financial security, if you can, uh, and financial security, that comes under security. So you'd say the word security, mm. right? And if you can't perceive it, it doesn't matter how many times you yeah, say your, your affirmation, it's not going to mm. work. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. Yeah. It's just, it's and a, you it, see, it, this it, to me is a nuance. Go ahead, yeah. love. It's a bit like ahead, you know, like like doing the visualization. The same thing with the visualization. Visualization creating a trigger. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you the initial work you do is the same as sort of like you would do for your affirmation. You you, you know you put everything into a one that's, particular thing. Say like okay, we're talking about a house. So say like uh, you say okay, well. Uh, Okay, so like it's door. a celestial star or, or something like that, mm-hmm. or water running, or you know, a river, or, or anything, Either. anything like that. And then you put every where, the, <laughs> sorry, everything that you feel about a house is encompassed in the star or the river or whatever it is. And so exactly. when you do your visualization, that's it's, the, it's it's that quick, it's that simple. You know, you're just seeing the star. And that's what it is. And it, it, and it's a representation of the totality. Exactly. Exactly. Of what you want. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't have to go back through the door, or you don't have to go through the door. You don't have to touch the wall. You don't have to see the, see yourself mm. cooking in the kitchen, and then right. you know opening the back <clears> door and stepping outside and thinking, oh, the concrete's hot. You don't have to do all of that because you've done it already, and and exactly. your your mind. Your mind will replay this for you. Your mind understands things that consciously you don't quite as it's kept. Your mind understands this. All you have to do is program. Program your mind. Mm -hmm. Tell it. Tell your mind. You set your intention. Mm -hmm. And then use your intention. And also what you might find is that, um, you know, you know, with the visualization or actually with the word as well, you might just be sitting there. And some you'll hear someone say your trigger word or your trigger visualization, there you go. and what that 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 is universal confirmation that things have been are set in motion, that energy is moving to actually bring to you what it is that you say you want. And that's, that's another that's another that's really good reason to actually have a single word or a single visualization. Because you'll get you you'll get the feedback. You'll get the feedback. Because I think a lot of times, um, you know, things are going, things are happening. You know, we say we want something, and the, the universal stream is making it happen. But because we're not getting mm-hmm. the confirmation back, we think, oh, nothing's happening. And then nothing's we change. And we go, go. We go into something else. And yeah. But when you have the one word, for me anyway, uh, when you have the one word, you get confirmation. You get confirmation. You, know, you can be watching a television program, and you know you see whatever it is, or you hear where you think, oh, okay, all right, okay, yeah, universe is on it, and it makes you feel 
it makes you feel a lot better. It makes you feel more confident. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because you know yeah. something is happening. And what's more, you know you are making it happen. Which is, exactly. you know, wow. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. You just told yourself something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, you know, you know, guys, uh, in, in dovetailing on what, what you said, Olivia, it's simply this, as you said, which is true, we're doing stuff. And I think having, having your confirmation uh, mm. in such a way that is recognizable to you yeah. Yeah. is truly helpful in yeah. going the distance. Because mm. as you said, Liz, and it's so true, you're moving along and it's like, well, nothing's happening. But we don't know that because we're not about the how. You know, as it's been said, you don't plant a seed and keep digging it up to see if the roots have sprouted. <laughs> you know, you don't plant an acorn and keep digging it up to see if the acorn is, you know, sprouted or to see if the roots are, you know, deep enough to hold up the, the sapling or, you know, the little tree or what have you. We don't do that. You sorry, when, can I, sorry, when, when, when. The other, sorry, I just wanted to say this. The other thing is you don't keep watering it because if you keep watering it, it's going <laughs> to die, right? No, but it's true. It's like we, we keep it. putting energy That's onto it. it and onto it and onto it and onto it. And, you know, energy can make things stop working. Too much. Yeah. Because if you, if you keep watering something that doesn't require it, it talks about your lack of belief. Actually, that's very it true. It talks very, about very your true. lack of belief. Yeah. Absolutely. It, you don't believe it's going to work, so you feel that you have to keep doing this in order to keep it alive. You know, it's so important to let go. Mm. Yeah. Let go and allow the divine mm. order or the divine process to take place. Let go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, when we don't let go, when we don't let go and we feel we have to be in control, mm-hmm. it's because we don't believe. We yeah. truly don't believe that we can co-create or we truly don't believe in the creation process. So let go. Let it go. You come back to it. You know, for my, for my plant. We all have an understanding. You need to stay alive until you next, you know, you get watered the next time. And they are so glad to see my housekeeper. I know they must do the hallelujah dance <laughs> because sometimes the difference between life and death, I think, is my housekeeper. You know, it's my it's my housekeeper, and it's really ironic. After after she's been, I'm always like, oh, I should really water my plants, and I'm like, oh, that's my water, my plants. Thank you. <laughs> and I know they're like, yeah, wench. <laughs> but I do love them, so I do love my plants. But no, it's 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 really really important, as as you said, Olivia. You know, don't don't keep don't keep watering it. Don't keep adding energy uh, to it or trying to throw energy to it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that that's like people who throw money at a problem. Money isn't the problem. <laughs> money you think you think you could throw money at everything and it take care of the problem that's actually that is so not true mm-hmm. that's tantamount to to, to to what to what you say no mm-hmm. absolutely not 
No. So, guys, don't keep digging up the seeds, the desires, the wanting that you have planted in your imagination. Don't keep digging them up to see if they've taken root. Don't, don't, don't keep doing that. Recognize that by focusing your intention on your, by focusing your attention on your intention, what you're doing is you're feeding it what it needs to be fed. Mm-hmm. And again, however you choose to do this, however you choose to do this, there is no, believe me, guys, when I say to you, everybody, including myself, who is coming to you, sharing information like this, I am sharing it from my perspective and my experience. What happens for you has to be your perspective and your experience. No two people can occupy the same space at the same time. And I ain't giving up my space. So you need to get your own. <laughs> Is that true? Are you giving up your space, Liv? No, no. There's, there's enough room for everybody, doesn't there? No one needs to give up their space. No one. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, don't, don't, don't be a clone. And even if you are a clone, you could never be the original. You're not the original article. So it's important for me. This, this is why I do what I do when I talk about the nuances. It's important for you to do your own due diligence. There's nothing wrong with being inspired, as I have said on this show many times. Many of the people who inspire me, they're dead and they've been dead. Okay? They're dead. Made their transition. But their work lives on as a source of inspiration for me. They say, knock, and the door will be open. Seek. And you will find. And this is, this is what this is for me. A source of inspiration. I'm knocking. I'm seeking. Doors are opening. And I'm finding. So guys, are you prepared? Are you prepared to pay the price for what you want? Do you understand the currency that you are using? Do you understand that what you are using is more than, it, it, it's more than um, money. We're talking about your spirituality and we're talking about spiritual currency. Spiritual currency, spiritual coinage, spiritual dollars, whatever term you, makes you feel right, literally translates to the universal laws and how you choose to use them. Recognize there are no free lunches. Everything that you do, including doing nothing, making the choice to do nothing, has, has a cost. There's a price to pay in time, in energy, in time, in choice, in patience. It's a, there is a cost for everything. And it's wonderful because you get to choose. You get to choose what you use from the invisible storehouse or the invisible bank. You get to use how much spiritual coinage, how much spiritual currency, 
how much spiritual frequency, how much spiritual energy you are wanting to place on anything at any given time. And recognize that creative energy flows to where your attention and intention goes. Understand that. The creative process, one of its functions, immutable, it is attached to and attracted to the thing that you really say, that the thing that you believe. So for you guys, the work, the true work, that really is not easy, as Olivia said last week and always says, is simply complex. But the work that you, you really need to do is to make a choice as to what you want. Find your clarity. And as Olivia says, and I totally agree with that, the simpler the better. Use a one word. Use one word. One word summation of everything. One word. And then pay the spiritual coinage using discipline. Discipline's really huge, guys. Discipline is something that is your friend. It will, it will prevent you from procrastinating. It will prevent you from doing so many things that are, mm, so many things that are counterintuitive to what you want. The other thing I would say is, if you find yourself all over the board, what it means is that you haven't really clarified a hundred percent what you want. And that's okay. All that's telling you is go back to the drawing board with what you want. Um, define it, hone it, scrap it, whatever you need to do. However, you are going to have to do the work. People can't do this for you. You're going to have to do the work. So that being said, Liv, is there anything that you would like to add it, something that came to me when you said "knock door will be opened," you know, um, mm. something that some people say. But um, you know, if someone knocks on your door, okay, your door doesn't open instantaneously. Okay, you've got to hear the knock, and then you've got to get up. And you've got to go to the door. You've got to turn the handle. You've got to open. You've got to open the door. So knock, and the door will be opened. But don't expect no. it to be opened instantaneously. You know, it's it's exactly. going it, to. It, it, there are processes that need to go on. I mean, the person that's standing on the other side of the door, they don't see all the stuff you're doing. You know, get it, hearing, get getting door. up, opening the door. They don't. They mm-hmm. don't hear all that stuff. They don't see all that stuff. So, so and that's where we are. We're on the other side of the door, so we don't know what's going on. We, as Wendy said, we don't know the how. You know, exactly. so we just have to be patient we and just know, know that the, the, door, the door is going to be opened. It will be opened. And aren't most people patient after the first, you know, you ring the bell once, twice, but you ring the bell the first time. Most people stand patiently waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you knock on mm-hmm. the door and you stand patiently waiting unless you're like some people where I have to ask them, they knock on my door. I say, you pay, you paying the mortgage here? <laughs> you, you're knocking on the door like you live here? You think I'm joking? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't knock on my door like that. <laughs> You're not paying the mortgage. <laughs> right. You know, so most people when they knock on the door, they're they're really patient. You know, they wait patiently, and then they, they you know they 
they'll knock again, sometimes maybe a little bit more impatient, and then they'll wait. And when they realize that this door isn't open, what they do is they turn around, they walk off, and they do something else. Hmm. Which so, is you what know, we guys, tend to, which is what, what we tend to do. Exactly. Exactly. Don't dig up. Don't dig up the seeds that you've planted in your imagination. Don't dig up the seeds that you've put out there. Don't dig up and or around the creative process. Don't mess with the co-creative process. Once again, know your role. Know your role in the co-creation process. Understand. Like before, before we wrap up yesterday in talking with the ladies, one of, one of the women said, you know, that they, one of the reasons why they are in, you know, sort of like the, the shelter, the, the homeless facility, et cetera, et cetera, is because they had made a miscalculation in, in their finances. And, you know, Liz, I'm listening. And then I said, and of course they were saying, they were talking about being able to manifest because they were saying that the actual quad or wherever they were, had a lot of people in there and, you know, they, they, they are Christian and of a religious, you know, persuasion, etc. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that what she was able to do was to be able to move these people out so that she wouldn't have to listen to them swearing and all this, all this jazz and the noise. And so I said to her, here's the deal. If you can do that, you can manifest what it is that you want. And she said, yes, I, that basically she was going to manifest where she doesn't miscalculate. And I said, mm-hmm. well, basically, paraphrase, you say that you believe in the word. The word says that abundance is yours. Your cup floweth over. So no matter what you do, there's no miscalculation. And you should never, ever find yourself in this position if you believe. And she actually got it. Mm-hmm. And some people are a little offended because I usually t- start telling them, this isn't a warm and fuzzy class. If you want warm and fuzzy, you need to go to somebody else's class mm-hmm. because you're here because of what you've done. You know, now let's undo it. And so it's really important to understand, guys. You know, she was being shown that she can manifest. Mm-hmm. Now manifest mm-hmm. what you want. Don't put parameters on it. You know, the abundance of the universe is yours. Claim it. Claim it. Claim it. So on that note, guys, are you prepared to pay the price for what you want? If you're not prepared to pay the price, you ain't going to get it. If, what they say, never mind the quality, feel the width, you don't want to do that either, don't do it. Don't do it. Pay the price. Know that you're using the universal laws. Use them well. Use your words well. Use your words well. So that being said, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of My Life, My Choice. And my co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London. Olivia Lashley. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia Lashley, London in the UK. She's actually an expressions coach and, of course, a laws of attraction coach. That being said, guys, Dr. Wendy Dearborn, yours truly. Love you, sis. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see your face in the place next week. And don't hang up, Olivia. I'm going to hang up because I don't like the music. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) 